Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 280 of the What Up Though podcast. Yo. Man, so I think we need to do the count on the weeks, but we got, what, 19? Well, including this one, 19 more. No, shit, I'm I'm tripping. Uh, I'm thinking 300. I think we, we had talked about the 313 episode, so uh, oh, I just, 33. Uh, 33 I counted. I counted the weeks from how, like, how long, like, what date it would fall on. If we didn't miss another week, it, it would fall. I think it was like April sixth or something like that. It was sometime in April. Okay. Well, you know, shit happens some weeks. Well, we've been pretty consistent lately, anyway. But I guess sometime in April, we can probably bank on that's probably going to happen. So, we're pretty cool. So we're gonna buy. We're gonna. It's not gonna be recorded on three thirteen. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> so uh, impossible, right? So I don't have much to to chit chat with before we get into topics, but um, unless you do, um, no, man. Well, actually, I I guess my my first top the first thing. I would chit chat about is kind of a topic, but, um, you know, normally we kind of start and we'll be talking about like what we've been up to during that week. And, you know, you'll talk about whatever you had going on. I usually, I usually had shit going on, <laughs> but, um, I'm going to Traverse city this weekend, ah, yes. which is for, um, for those who don't know, it's up, uh, in the Northern part of Michigan, about four hours drive up North. And I'm going up there for a wedding and, my wife decided, you know, she wanted to try to drop a few pounds before the wedding, you know, make sure she looks super fine, her dress, all that good shit. And uh, she wanted to do this juice cleanse. And I'm like, you know, she got the juices or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that shit with you. Because, you know, one, obviously, I feel like if you're going to not eat, it's, we did it, we're doing it for four days. So I'm like, if you're going to not eat four days, it, let me join in with you. Because, you know, it's like, you, you know, it's the kind of thing y'all should do as a couple. Like, I feel yeah, like, like I, I'm still I over here sitting like that smashing on pizza and shit and she was like yeah you know you just drink this juice but uh <laughs> um so so i caught the shit too and we are our fourth day will be tomorrow which will be today for those of you listening to the podcast and man i fucking hate this shit dog <laughs> like uh well well also i figured too i would like to obviously drop a few pounds if i can before the wedding and then i'm also hoping too that um it can kind of get me on the right track as far as like feeling better and feeling more energetic, uh, you know, working out, eating better. You know, I feel like it'd be harder for me to transition from like eating like shit to like eating really good and, you know, just trying to like flip a switch. So I think, you know, it might be smarter for me to try to, you know, do this juice thing. And then I can, uh, I can, you know, hope that that can help me kind of like transition into a better situation once I'm done with the juice thing. But yeah, like man, I fucking hate this shit, dog. And I think it's because my body is so accustomed to uh like fuck shit. 
in, uh, uh, incredibly yes, an incredibly <laughs> high caloric intake, like combined <laughs> with like uh, drinking all the time and fucking smoking weed, and then I'm eating fucking goddamn lunch meat at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Like all kinds of savagery, right? To go from that to like only consuming liquids, like it's been it's been hard for me. Like today is actually been, today is the third day. It's actually been okay for me today. Like I haven't been that bad. Like I've had a few moments, a couple moments where I'm just like, "Fuck, I wish I could eat." But you know, I, I today has been all right. I'll say. But man, I fucking hate this shit, dog. And then we keep like. The, the fucked up part is that the kids ain't on a juice diet, so they're yeah. still eating. So you got to so like, you got to be around all this other food that the kids eating and shit. Yeah, man. I'm like, why is there fried chicken everywhere, man? Like, <laughs> like, like, I, like, the first day, I got like an email from like Popeyes, like, yo, we got a three piece discount meal or some shit like that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, normally I wouldn't care, but I'm like, well, I can't eat, so now this fucking Popeyes email pissed me off. And then, like, she got groceries delivered, and I go out on the uh, I go out on the porch to pick up the groceries, and I fucking just get hit by this fucking chicken smell, and I'm like, oh fuck, man, this shit smell good. She had bought like a like a rotisserie chicken from like Kroger. Mm-hmm. Man, last thing you want to smell when you ain't had nothing when you ha- ain't you haven't eaten, and when you can't eat is some goddamn rotisserie chicken. So I got to bring that shit in. Then that was the next day. And then yesterday, no, yeah, yesterday, no. Yeah, no, that these both of these were yesterday. Um, I come into the kitchen after the kids get home, and it's a big old thing of fried chicken sitting out on the counter. I'm like, God damn it, why is the chicken every goddamn where? <laughs> <laughs> well, ch- I'm assuming the chicken was for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man. So uh, and then today she made some like pasta thing for them that I wanted to eat. I'm like, man, it's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. How, is she, how is she how is she doing with it? She's doing all right. Probably because like I guess probably because her body is accustomed to being on less bullshit than mine. So it's probably not that huge of a difference. It's like she might, you know, she might eat a little bit, but like she don't eat like I eat. So like it's probably not a huge difference for her to to do that. And I don't, so I think it's been a little bit easier for her because of that. But man, I've been hungry as fuck, uh, especially in the first two days. So man. So I, I've never done a juice cleanse. What what kind of juice is this? And how, and how much do you, like, what's your, your typical day of, of consuming this? So I've done it once before because I had a juicer in the past and I made my own juices, which, is, which feels incredibly wasteful. Like you put in a shit ton of, of vegetables and fruits to get a very small amount of juice. <laughs> and it, it feels so wasteful like you're throwing out so much like pulp and shit like so that. okay so I, let me let me let me back up uh before you can mm-hmm. explain so i've done juicing but i never did it as a full thing for days i just kind of like replaced the meal so you're essentially oh, that okay. kind of juicing you're just doing that how, how, how many All times day. are you doing it how many times are you doing it a day so we got this package from this uh website called squeeze where they sell the sell the juices like ready-made and shit like that and they they have it portioned out where like you drink you get five juices for the day and then you get a, a cashew milk as like a like a snack slash energizer well I, I can't really call it a snack because like they count some couple of the juices they say are supposed to be snacks like you know a juice for breakfast juice for lunch juice for dinner and then these two snack juices and then this cashew milk so i have six six things a day and 
Um, they're all different combinations of various things. Like um, uh, one is like, I, I couldn't even tell you all, all, all what's in one of them because mo they all have like maybe like five or six different things in them. But like, you know, ginger, apple, lemon, uh, spinach, mm -hmm. carrot, uh, stuff, you know, typical shit you might find in like those sorts of things. Um, cashew milk is low-key fire though because I thought it was just going to be like literal, like just cashew milk. But it's got, I, I'm drinking it right now because I actually I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to have already been done with it but I never got around to it. So I'm drinking it right now. It's got cashew, cinnamon, dates, sea salt, water, and saf safflower. Okay. But it really, it tastes like if you eat a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and you got that milk left, that's what it tastes like. It tastes like cinnamon toast crunch milk. So this shit kind of straight. So do you think that that's that cash is said you said cashew milk, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's something you would add to your normal rotation of uh, beverages after the cleanse? Oh, I definitely would drink this. Yeah, if they sell. I, I mean, I don't know if they sell this exact thing like in stores where you just buy like, like I wouldn't want to drink it like just regular old cashew milk. Like, let me just drink some milk because I don't drink milk like that, like regular. But like this specific one with this cinnamon in it and this shit, this shit good. I, I would definitely drink this. I would assume that would fit like the, the cashew milk would fit the uh, vegan profile. Mm, I guess so. Cashews, cinnamon, dates, sea salt, water. Yeah. Okay. I just be thinking about shit like I think I mentioned the story of my my boy Derek, who's uh vegan now. Did I talk about that before? Uh I don't I feel like you did, but I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, so I and I'm just I'll be curious about like I know people do almond milk, so I'm assuming cashew milk is something similar. I mean, it's just a you know <laughs> a, a different nut <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just curious because uh, I hear people love fucking almond milk. Um, and I think at some point I would like I don't drink a lot of milk anyway though. Like only kind of milk substance I really use is like coffee cream. But if it was something that I would can you know increase in being a little more healthier i would transition to it but everybody i talk to says it's really good though at least almond milk is but now i no, yeah, yeah, almond milk milk is. Too. yeah i've had i've had uh i have i never this is my first time ever having any kind of cashew milk but almond milk is pretty good uh, okay so you get five juices a day plus the cashew milk yep okay you would think that would be enough but nope <laughs> I, oh i, I totally how, how many ounces is that do you know uh they're all 16 ounces i mean i don't think there's enough liquids that can satisfy a person in a, or, or in a course of a day so yeah the five doesn't yeah because you're you're craving food right like like shit you can chew <laughs> 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 so yeah did you uh have you been checking the scale periodically or you, you that really wasn't a concern for you? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I weighed myself once. I haven't weighed my, uh, I think, and I think that was, what's today? Wednesday. Uh, I think it was like yesterday morning or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I haven't looked at it. I'll probably weigh myself tomorrow just to see, but yeah, I don't know. I don't expect any like real weight loss. Like I expect like full, like, 
kind of like, oh, I haven't eaten in four days. And like, you know, I've been kind of like, uh, you know, purifying my body almost like, you know, you're pissing a lot, you're drinking all these liquids and shit. But, um, no, I feel like that would be weight that I would gain back if I just started eating regular, like right after. So I'm not really feeling like I'm not really looking at looking at it from a weight loss perspective. I'm looking at it from like a mindset perspective. Like hopefully after this, I'll continue to, you know, eat, you know, eat well and, and hopefully, you know, start working out more, have more energy, all that good stuff. So, but I'm gonna fuck up some food on Friday. I guarantee you that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been making a more of a conscious effort. Um, I, I'm definitely haven't been perfect with it, but I've been making more of a conscious effort to just not be a fat ass. And I feel like I've lost a few, few more pounds, um, but I haven't really, I haven't worked out at all. And that's my biggest thing in trying to, but I know a lot of that is mostly diet and I've been so, so, but I really, really been trying to get myself into just, man, work is just fucking tired, man. Um, I just don't be feeling like that shit after I get off work. I do not feel like doing nothing that requires me using energy, like working out. Like I just don't have that shit in me, dude. So trying to wheel myself that shit, man. As much as I hate getting up in the morning, the best way for me to work out is to do it in the morning when I first wake up. And I feel like that'd probably be the same for you too. Like you would just have to like whatever time you get up, get up 45 minutes earlier or an hour earlier and get the workout in first. And that like that's the way you probably have to do it. Cause that that's when I was in shape, that's how I did it. I'd I'd get up and I'd work out first thing and then I start my day. And then it even though I know it's good, it's, I don't know why I still don't do it. It's because I just be wanting to sleep so bad. But like it makes your day 10 times better if you started by working out. Like you'll be energetic. You already feel like you accomplished something. By the time you actually start your day, you'll already be like fully, fully awake as opposed to like being kind of like groggy and shit. And yeah, it's like, like it makes your whole day better when you started working out. And I still don't do it because I just be like, man, I'm just be so tired. Dog. I'm like, I just want to sleep. Like I always sleep to the very last minute because I'm just like, I can't, I can't deal with it. But I might, I might start trying to do it, dog. Like, man, just get up a little bit earlier. Because even if it's just like just doing like a a 30 minute walk on a treadmill or something like that, I get up 30 minutes earlier because I don't have I don't have to deal with a commute right now. So, you know, if I get up 30 minutes earlier and work out, I can boom, hop in a shower and then boom, sit right back, sit down and start working. So, like, I don't have to factor no commute, nothing like that might have to be the move for me, man. Yeah, I think if I didn't have the commute, it, it may make it a little easier for me, man. Just the, the commute back and forth just takes it out of me. And then lately, since, you know, the power got knocked out last week, a lot of uh, streets like uh, Davidson, a lot of the lights just came back on. Like the fuckers been blinking yellows and blinking reds and shit. Well, blinking reds for like the last week. So having to stop at every fucking light just adds another fucking 15 minutes to my my commute. And so that shit's been annoying as fuck. Um, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I could, I could have every excuse in the book. I just need to just do better. So that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This shit been torture, nigga. I'm ready to get through this last day and be done with it. You almost wish you could just go to sleep for the whole fucking day and shit. And just wake up I, on Friday. I really shit. do. 
I, 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 man, I, I went to bed early one of these days because of that. I'm like, now I don't feel like sitting up and being hungry. Nigga. I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> like, I, think it was, I think it was the first day, Monday. I was like, man, let me just go to bed. I went to bed early, early for me. It wasn't early, early, but it was early for me. Like, I usually stay up till sometime in between midnight and 1 a.m. But I think on Monday, I probably went to bed at like 11, uh, uh, between 10.30 and 11, something like that. Because I was just like, man, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. Yeah, my problems, man, I have a I have the horrible I have a problem just getting to sleep early. Like even last night when I knew I was tired, I got to I got in bed like I like 11. But then I fucking stayed on my fucking plate on my phone to like midnight and shit every fucking time. <laughs> dog. Or I end up just going my normal bedtime is usually around midnight anyway. And it just seemed like those I sleep to like 730. And it just seemed like it's just not a fuck enough. But the times I've had, I've slept like eight, nine hours. I feel like I'm sleeping too much. So it's like, I can't figure out the sweet spot of just going to sleep and waking up, you know, energized or some shit. I'm in this constant state of rushing every fucking I'm morning. The exact same. I'm the exact same way. I usually go to bed around 12-ish, probably a little bit later than 12, but I wake up usually around 7.30. I feel tired as fuck as soon as I wake up and I feel tired as fuck if I sleep longer than that. And yeah, but I feel like, again, like the benefit of working out at the start of the day, I feel like it even puts your body on the right cycle. Like you'll be properly tired at the end of the day and your sleep will be better and then you'll wake up and and you'll feel all right. Then it'll be time to work out. I feel like like that. I feel like that's like what needs to happen for probably both of us is to just start getting up a little bit earlier doing something and then like hopping in the shower and then feeling like okay you've accomplished something you've already got a sweat going you got a shower going so you fully awake and ready to take on the day like I always felt really good after that shit like but I was at that time when I was doing it heavy I was getting up dumb early because I had to take my son to uh I think he was in a was he in a no he was in school but it was like kindergarten but it like it, I had to take him dumb early, so I would have to get, and then I'd have to get downtown for work. So like, I would get up at like four four thirty in the morning, and then I would go to the Planet Fitness that was by my apartment at the time, work out, come back, shower, cook breakfast, uh, you know, get myself ready, get him ready, all that shit. So it was like it was so by the time I actually got to work at like nine o'clock, I had been up for like five hours. So man, that's nuts. They have to work a fucking full day and man, yeah. But yeah, I mean but it, it's just it shit you gotta do. Yeah, it was fine. And 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 also you talking about this is me at say 30 years old, right? And I wasn't doing the kind of shit that I'm doing now. Whereas like like right now, you know, I'll get high and I'll eat something and go to bed late as fuck. Whereas like back then, I probably would go to bed at like a normal ass time too. So even though I was getting up at four, I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't staying up until one o'clock and I definitely wasn't high. <laughs> so right. like that should make, like, if you get too high and go to sleep, your ass will wake up, alarm go off. You're like, fuck, I'm still high. <laughs> like, so you <laughs> gotta, gotta watch that, that shit. Well, that too, it probably, you know, curbed me from drinking during the week as well, because I don't drink a lot during the week, but I may have something, even just a beer and any of that shit just fucks up my sleep. Like I want to sleep to the last possible fucking minute. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like tonight, like tomorrow will probably be a perfect morning for me to get up and just walk on the treadmill. Um, I'm not committing it to anything, but I'm just saying tomorrow <laughs> will be perfect. 
<laughs> but I, I, I am going to try. Excuse, like I'm not committing to shit. I, I, <laughs> like, I am, <laughs> I am going to start planning to do that to try the morning to see because I, I really, uh, really need, really need to try something to see what what can work. And I've never really, I tried working out in the AM years ago, and like to the point where I was like going to the gym, and like play, I was, I was doing these, uh, these scrimmage kids, playing basketball essentially at like 6.30 in the morning and shit, 6 to 6 to 7 or something, shower, go to work. And I was just like, damn, I am. And for a while, I felt good, but then I just get tired, man. I just quit. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see, though. I'm definitely going to have to get something going. So <clears throat> we'll see. Oh, yeah, um, that's, been my, that's been my week. <laughs> yeah yeah and mine's just been pretty pretty uneventful so nothing crazy over here um so got your juicing um so i think no, i'm sorry go, oh, ahead. go ahead no I, well i want to see what you was gonna say first <laughs> uh i was looking at the list and i was the first thing that popped out was afghanistan um but i'm up for whatever you want to start with no no that's fine um I, the reason I put that on there is less about what's going on there and more about the reactions to it because, like, I seen like, so I, I don't see how anybody could not know, but uh, basically, as soon as we as soon as we dipped out of Afghanistan, the Taliban was like, "This shit ours now," and and the president dipped out, and they just took that shit over, and everybody just accepted it and was like, "Yeah, okay, Taliban's charge now." And, <laughs> And that alone is wild to me that they just was like, yeah, this is the stuff. They just took over that easily and that quickly. But, but people looking now from like a almost co- trying to come from like a, a place of expertise, like, oh, this is how Joe Biden did it wrong. Or this is how Donald Trump did it wrong. And my whole thing is like, th- this is the exact quote that I heard on like a podcast I was listening to. They referred to the uh, us leaving Afghanistan as hasty. Like that we left hastily. And I'm like, you can't leave hastily from nowhere if you was there for 20 years. Like, like there's no there's no way you can be hasty about anything after 20 years. Like they have had all the opportunity to get their shit together so that when we left, they'd be straight. And Joe Biden like made the best point and the point, the same point that I would have made if he hadn't made it, he said something like, Americans are not going to fight in a war that Afghans and the Afghani military is not going to fight for itself. And yes, exactly. Like they are not interested in fighting back. They have, I feel like a lot, not a lot, not a lot of them, but I feel like there's still a decent amount of Taliban support there anyway. People who are cool with having them in charge. And yeah, like it's, there's no reason for us to have been there for 20 years. We should have never been there in the first fucking place. Definitely not there for 20 years. And at the all, all this time over the course of this past, you know, week or so that this has been going on, everybody been talking about, oh, Biden did this, Biden did that, Trump did this, Trump did that. I swear, dog, it's like this motherfucker George W. Bush don't even exist no more, dog. Like, almost like... <laughs> I don't understand why people are forgetting about this nigga, dog. Like, it's like he gave Michelle Obama some candy, and now everybody, I forgot that he was a complete and total piece of shit. Like, literally one of the worst presidents ever, dog. And he's responsible for all this. Like, it was George Bush that put us in that bitch, dog. Like, 
man, that shit, that's what's irritating. That's what why I put it as a topic, and that's what's irritating me is I don't understand why everybody talking about what Biden did, what Trump did, yada yada yada. As if George, like George Bush, is the reason that we was in that bit. George W. Bush, George Jr. So, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I've been seeing that shit, and I'm just like, I don't understand that. And then I also am just in awe of how easily the Taliban took that bitch over, and how they. I've heard them like on like interviews and shit, and they're trying to like paint themselves. They're almost going on like an, an apology tour, damn near, trying to paint themselves as like, oh, we're gonna govern like well, like we're not gonna. We're not gonna be how we were before, aka we're not gonna be head niggas on camera. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're not gonna. We want to be like like uh, a major player on the world stage and and, and working with other countries like legitimately. They want to be legit and not some fucking like terrorist fucking warlord. And I'm listening to them talk about this shit. And in another interview that I saw, they were being interviewed by uh, a female. Uh, reporter and she had the hijab on and everything and th- she was interviewing somebody or no she was talking to a camera because she was like a news reporter she was talking to a camera and then she goes to try to talk to one of the Taliban people and they made her stand to the side like no you can't be over here you a woman like the fuck you thought like, <laughs> like how are you <laughs> how are you gonna present yourself as like a legitimate government and like you want to be taken seriously and you don't even allow women to be near you. Like I heard that they said that like women, once they hit puberty, puberty, they're not allowed to be in the same room as a man that's not in their family. So like if women wanted to go to school or women wanted to have their own jobs, you would have to build like an all woman, all female school or like an all female like workplace well, or something like that. I, I, I could I could tell you a bunch of things that the Taliban may do, but it won't be that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, if y'all believe that these, these motherfuckers all of a sudden gonna be reasonable, you ain't been paying attention, dog. Because these motherfuckers got like to me, they're savages, dog. Like these people are like uh, just a step above wildlife. Like they have the most archaic fucking beliefs. They they um, and beliefs that make no sense. Like why would you even subscribe to a religion? Like I can't take you seriously if your religion, your religion. Not your own personal beliefs. Your religion says women got to be covered from head to toe and can't even be around you if they're older than however old they get, pu- whatever age they are when they get puberty. Like, and, and you over here cutting niggas' heads off and shit. And somebody asked them, like, yeah, uh, back in the 90s when the Taliban was in charge, y'all used to cut people's hands off for stealing. Would y'all still do that now? And he was like, yeah, we would leave that up to the Islamic judges. Like, okay, so yes. So yes, <laughs> that yes, yes. That's an easy. That's an easy no. If you ain't cutting, if you ain't cutting hands off, you like no. We ain't gonna do that no more. You're like oh, we are gonna leave that up to the judges. Okay, so that's well, a yes. One, me, one, one thing. So they, like, if you are, <laughs> one thing they picked up is uh, U.S. P- uh, political talk. Cause that's definitely some shit that that uh, the U.S. would Hell dance yeah. around. That's definitely some shit they would dance around. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a wow. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, it's a AP article, and it's kind of giving us some. You know a bunch of why and what's and shit and i get down to uh what does it say what happened to the president of Ga- afghanistan and it is just one one line he fled <laughs> <laughs> i think i pulled a sponge by like all right let me get out of here I'm gonna head out. yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's that's crazy dog yeah I, and i've 
and I, I, I kind of wanted to, I just had a busy week and I wanted to look it up just a little more, get more understanding of like, we went there in what, 2001, I think. Yeah. Um, and just fucking been there. We, I mean, just think of the amount of money that's been spent, the, the amount of, I would assume, U.S. troops has probably died. Like, all mm-hmm. for what? All for, for what, nothing. dude? For absolutely nothing. And that is the one thing that we should all be able to agree on now, whether you are one of them pro-war people who loves the military and want to be going off and, damn, is that the nigga from, uh, hell yeah. I'm t- <laughs> I got what? distracted because, like, I got, I, so I got on like old. I'm watching like an old fight, kind of like in the background. Oh, okay. And um, so I just got it on. It's like fights I've already seen, so I don't have to pay too close attention to it, nothing like that. I like I just like having something on that that I can look at, but that I don't need to hear. And I got on like an old fight, and I'm look. I'm like it's in between rounds, and I look in the in the crowd, and I see the fucking uh, what's the name of that chef that always be cussing people out and shit? The Hell's oh. Kitchen guy, him. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, him. Ramsey, he was in yeah. the fucking crowd for shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I was like, I know Gordon Ramsay <laughs> fucking watch UFC like that. <laughs> he like close. <laughs> like, he like in the second row and shit. I'm like, why is Gordon Ramsay next to Dana White? Like kind of shit is this? But anyway, what I was saying about the um about the time we've been there and shit, like even if you somebody who is super, you know, pro-military and all that kind of shit, and you you think that we over there doing the Lord's work and all this kind of shit. Like, I feel like we should all be able to agree that everything we like, everything was a waste. Like, as soon as we dipped, it reverted right back to how it was before within like a week. <laughs> like, it wasn't even, it wasn't like, like, I'd feel like less bad about it if we dipped and then the Taliban took over five, 10 years from now. It would still be a waste, but you still, you, you'd be like, well, at least we tried and they tried and the Taliban was just too gangster. So it is what it is. We wasted that time, but whatever. But like to dip and then have the Taliban take over in like a week, <laughs> like come over, like twenty years for nothing, dog, nothing. The money, the lives, not even just our military lives, like Afghan citizens who have died, yeah, like absolutely. from airstrikes and shit, like like everything, dog, a complete fucking waste. And this is on George W. Bush, dog, and we over here, not me and you, but like we as the people over here talking about fucking. Who's at fault for this? It's like, oh, Biden left too hastily. Too hastily? Like, what? What do you mean left too hastily? We was over there for 20 years, apparently, for no fucking reason. Like, you can't leave nowhere hastily after 20 years. Can you imagine being somewhere for 20 years, and you go, you know what, man? I'm just going to leave. And somebody be like, how are you just going to rush out like that? It's like, okay. I've been here for 20 years. Like, I have a full of grown adult, grown adult child. Like... I was just, I was talking to somebody yesterday about it, and I'm like, it's it's we had no business being over there. We're doing so many things. We we we've done so many things there that we could have been spending time and effort and money and resources here. And it's like it's like going to another motherfucker house and cleaning their house up when your house junky as fuck. Like, okay, cool, it's a cool gesture, but your shit's fucked up at home, dog. Like, it right. just make no sense over. So that was. That was George Jr. So that's what what has been three pre- two presidents, three presidents since then? Two. Yeah. Three. Three. And it's like, how in the fuck did this continue? Like, like it's just on the books. Like the next president. Okay, cool. We got the Afghanistan money going. Yeah. We got, you know, all the shit the, the deal in the US. It's just keep and that that's just amazing to me, dude. 
fucking amazing that we stayed that fucking long. Somebody, I, and I don't know the nut. If somebody posted some shit like two hundred trillion dollars, a trillion maybe not be the the right zero, but we spent a lot of fucking money and resources for Afghanistan. It could have been used here a lot. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my stance on our foreign policy has always been exactly what you said. Like when I, the first election I voted in was the 2000 election. It was Bush versus Gore. And ever since then, like that whole time, the entire time I've been voting, my stance on foreign policy has always been, while we going over to other countries trying to fix their situation or instill our type of government into other country situations, when we are completely and totally fucked up over here. And that was my stance in 2000. Like, I feel like now we're way worse than we were <laughs> in 2000. Like, we definitely need to clean our own house before we go be, uh, what I always refer to us as, is Captain Save a Country, going over somewhere that's else. Exactly what I told, that's else. exactly what I told somebody yesterday. Like, we've been Captain Save a Hole for Afghanistan for 20, 20, 20 years. And it's mm-hmm. just, and it's like, what, what do we even get out of it? Mm. Like I can see if they had, you know, some kind of diamonds or oil or some shit that we were was pilfering or some shit or something like what we get nothing out of that. Just just being a helping hand with some shit we really didn't need to fucking do. And like you say, for the for the takeover to happen like right after, like it just shows that y'all didn't do anything. Yeah, they were so dependent on the U.S. for everything. They didn't do anything to build their own armies up, their own morale. Like I understand from what I was reading on AP, that is, is a lot of corruption when it deals with like the soldiers and shit like that. Like they did nothing in this last twenty years to ready themselves to 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 govern their own and protect their own fucking place. To the point where the people don't even want to be there no more because the Taliban is like you say some horrible fucks. And yeah, it's, it's just real fucked up, real fucked up. And I don't understand people's uh, stance on the haste of pulling pull out of there and all of that. Like, they never should have fucking been there in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I'm, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're out because I'm just tired of, like, being over there and hearing about it and... Like my my stance is kind of the same as what Biden was saying. Like he stood by he stood by the exit. Like yeah, it didn't go down like I thought it was gonna go down. But hey, we don't need to be there no more. And I'm like, yep, that, that's how I feel. Like we don't need to be there no more. Yeah, and that... clearly we didn't because we left and they didn't. Them niggas didn't even put up a fight. It was like yeah, go ahead, Taliban, you got it. <laughs> like okay, like, they did nothing in these years that ready themselves for this shit. And I just and, well, I, yeah, it, <laughs> and like why the fuck were we there in the first place? Wow. Like I feel like like we tried to set them up with the with, with a good military and all that shit, dog. Them niggas said, no, nah, we good. We just gonna go ahead and lay down. <laughs> oh man, we're fucking ridiculous. 20 fucking years for nothing. Nothing, dog. Like, man, it's so frustrating. Can you imagine if you were if you were a parent that lost a son over there? For nothing. Like, well, so now my kid for nothing. Now my son's dead for nothing. For nothing. Not a single good fucking thing came out of this. Like we left and then everything went right back to how it was when he was alive before he even went over there. So he went over there and he lost his life for nothing. And there's a, there's probably thousands and thousands of parents who are in that situation 
who are sitting right now like, man, my son went over there and died for nothing. Like, man, fucked up. So whole ass I, politics and whole ass military, that that's why I don't even I don't even I, I barely like I don't even I don't want to say I don't believe in the military because it's necessary, but like all the money that we put into the military and all the like shit that we have in the military do is all shit that I feel like we don't need to be doing, dog. Like the military, all that all the money we give to the military could go to so many other things that are so much more important. They're saying they to go waste 20, 20 years in Afghanistan. <laughs> like fucking a. Eh? I'm reading the uh, uh, article that's saying we lost 2,400 uh, U.S. Uh, soldiers over the last twenty years. That's it. I would have guessed more than that. But it's still a lot. Twenty five hundred people. Twenty five hundred U.S. Like soldiers. Said, yep. So that's thousands of parents. Because all them soldiers have parents. They might not have been alive, but. Who knows? Had, but all of them had parents. Young enough. You had parents. You had they. They kids. Uh, lost. You know, kids. Like, yeah, it's just that's fucked up. Yeah, there's probably some parent somewhere, some mom somewhere who's gonna have to tell their who had to tell their kid, like, yeah, your dad's not here for no fucking reason in the world, other than the fact that the United States like to pull its dick out all the time for no fucking reason. They that's say, really all it is. Yeah. They say the in the the peak time was 2009 and 2012 where we lost like 1500 soldiers. Man. For no fucking reason. Ridiculous. Right. Can't imagine. I would hate to have to tell my kid that like man your 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 dad's not here because he went over to Afghanistan for no fucking reason. All because the United States like to pull his dick out and fucking uh prove how tough it is like and because you got fucking uh people who vote based on that shit like oh yeah we got to be tough and go over there and tell show those people what's what oh he's a he's a tough this president's a tough guy he's sending everybody i'm gonna vote for him like all that idiotic fucking shit is why your your father's not here or why your son's not here is because of people like that who who politicians act in behalf of on behalf of and because, like I said, the United States always wants to have a dick measuring contest with other countries and shit. Meanwhile, we over here, we're a small dick-ass country <laughs> fucking <laughs> giving, dealing with a pandemic for a year and a half because people want to put a piece of cloth over their face and get a fucking shot. <laughs> like, but we, we want to play big dick United States over somewhere else, but everybody else, we got people over here too cowardly to get a fucking shot. Like, come on, man. Yeah, oh, no, it's in it. Man, they you don't know us... it's in 99% of the things you consume. <laughs> or even worse, you know what's in it and you eat it anyway. And, <laughs> and, and as fucked up as we are as a country, people really still want to be here. People fled to come here. People, you know, they really want to be here. And it's, and it's we, we live in the most one of the most fucked up places. And the worst part is we don't even have to be that way. No. We have all the resources to be what we what we claim we are. Like, oh, it's the best country in the world. No, it's not. And but it could be. It but could be. there's no interest in that. We're just too we're just too divided. There's no interest in that now. Yep. You gave <sighs> stupid people too much power here. Yeah, that's for damn sure. That is for fucking sure. Anyway. So I think now I think now is a good time to do uh the part of the podcast that I feel like some people probably don't care about, but it needs to happen anyway. We gotta do a little Pistons talk. Because <laughs> oh, uh, oh, absolutely, because yeah. I mean, I got two Pistons topics here. 
and we, you know, we, we got to do a little bit of Pistons talk. So the first thing I want to talk about with the Pistons is today uh, an interview came out with Carmelo Anthony where he said that he felt like he was going to be uh, – he was told that he would be drafted by the Pistons in 03. And uh, as is well known, we drafted Darko Milicic at number two, and we went on to win the championship, but Darko ended up being a complete and total fucking bust. And after Darko was drafted, uh, Carmelo Anthony was drafted, Dwayne Wade was drafted, Chris Bosh was drafted. So there was a lot of there were a lot of Hall of Famers that were drafted after Darko, who uh, has like probably like a career scoring average of one point two <laughs> points per game. Man, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's probably it's, it's probably something that bad, like around two points per game or something like that. I remember when he scored his first basket; it was like a huge deal. We were like, oh wow, he actually scored a basket. Congratulations. <laughs> but um the reason I put it as a topic is because it's been uh 18 years since that draft. 18 years. I'm so fucking sick of talking about it. I'm sick of it being a conversation. I'm sick of it being a discussion. I'm sick of it constantly coming up. I'm sick of people talking about Darko. I'm sick of people talking about Carmelo, Wade, Bosch, all that shit. I'm sick of talking about it. And I'm going to – since I put it as a topic, I'm going to have to say the same shit I've, I've said 50,000 times already in that time. But one of the things that I haven't said in that time is that I don't understand why after 18 years I still got to hear about this fucking draft. But, like, nobody talks about how, like, Portland took Sam Bowie instead of Jordan. Like, <laughs> like this is Michael Jordan. Like, nobody talks about that shit. Why I still got to hear about this fucking Darko draft? And then – the second thing that irritates me about it is, so Darko was the mock draft consensus number two pick. He was going to be the number two pick. As far as I knew, well, everything that I was hearing leading into that draft, the Pistons were taking Darko. It wasn't like they were like, oh, oh, the Pistons are going to take Carmelo Anthony or Carmelo Anthony is the consensus number two, and the Pistons wouldn't pick Darko out of nowhere. Or like if, or if like Darko was like a nobody – and just grab, they was like, hey, let's just grab this random fucking Serbian guy. Like, like I feel like the Knicks have done that several times. Like, the Knicks were supposed to draft somebody, and they drafted some random-ass foreign player, and then we're getting booed during the actual draft. <laughs> like, I feel like the Knicks have done right. that. If we did that, by all means, like, I, I would just be like, I, I'd take that L. Like, fine, I got to hear about this for 18 years? Fine. Like, that was a colossal fuck-up. But he was the consensus number two, dog. Like, so it's oh it's I don't understand why people just can't wrap their heads around the simple thought of the fact that your hindsight doesn't change the circumstances at that time. Like at that time, nobody thought Darko was a bad pick. Nobody was like, why the fuck did the Pistons take Darko Milicic? Everybody thought Darko was going to be the next dirt, and they were like, okay, let's uh, now the Pistons are you know just drafted. This guy is going to be the next Dirk, and they got a squad. They were just at the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, this is, you know, this is it for them. Like, they, they, you know, everything was cool. Everything was cool. Now, 18 years later, people want to look back and be like, oh, that was dumb. Like, okay, well, what the fuck, dog? Like, it wasn't dumb 18 years ago when it happened. It just played out that way. So, yes, it, and yes he ended up being a bust. Yes, he fucking sucked. Yes, it, in, in retrospect, it was a bad decision. But you can't look – I don't look at that as a knock against Joe Dumars. He took the guy that was num consensus number two. He took the guy that he had went overseas and saw play and thought was dope, and he took the guy that zero people had an issue with him taking. Nobody was like, why the fuck did they take Darko? 
because he was there. He was number two. Everybody knew it. And now I keep having to hear this shit every all these every 18 fucking years. I got to hear this shit. Damn near every draft, people got to talk about this shit. And that's what I'm sick of. I'm like, I'm done talking. Like, after this podcast, I'm done talking about the Darko draft. I'm done. Like, I don't want to hear it no more. I'm, I'm waving myself out of any conversation I have to do with that shit. Did you, uh, did you listen to any of Carmelo's uh, part today? I listened to, um, I don't know, I think in one of my chats that you were probably in, somebody dropped a link to it on Instagram, and I watched it. It was like a two-minute clip on Instagram. I just wonder, I like, I mean, that. and to all, 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 your, all your points, true points, uh, you know, he was the consensus too. But I just wonder, and I don't I don't see Carmelo being a guy to just lie for a second lying. I, I wonder why did he get confirmation? Well, I guess you can't – I won't say confirmation, but why was he being told from Pistons that he was going to be the number two up into the draft and then not pick? And I also – I. I don't want to say he's lying either because, and I kind of feel like he's not lying, but I feel like whoever told him that was an unreliable source because like, again, I heard none of this going into the draft. Nobody thought uh, apparently other than Carmelo Anthony that we were going to take Carmelo. Like it was a, it was a desire. There were people in the fandom who wanted us to take Carmelo and not dirt. That's definitely a thing, but it, it, it was well known across the board that Darko was going to be the likely pick. And I've never up until today heard anything about Carmelo Anthony being told that he was going to be the person that we was going to take. Right. So, so I'm, the, I'm like, who the fuck? Joe Dumars ain't tell you that shit. So it wasn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't Dumars, but from the video that I saw, the two minutes that I saw, he had went to Philly for a game or something. And Larry Brown wasn't a the coach then, but Larry Brown became the coach, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So – from what he said, Larry Brown said it, and either Billups or Chauncey said it. And then he said he uh, left. He left Philly like, all right, bet I'm gonna be the I'm I'm gonna be in Detroit. You know, I'm being a pick, and didn't, didn't get picked. So I, I'll be curious, and and definitely doesn't have to be a, a, another topic on here again. But I'll be curious to see, you know, if. If someone else, you know, if someone tried to confirm that with like a Larry Brown or either he said Chauncey or Rip, I can't remember which one, but yeah. Um, but it's just, it is strange that, you know, shit like that is coming out now, however many years later. Um, but I would be curious to hear like, why, why would they tell him that if it was no, they had no, no thing of picking him and they were going to continue you know, with, with Darko, but I was just like, I was watching any of it like, damn, it is fucked up. If the, the, the coach is about to, about to coach the team that next year says it. And then he was like, you know, I know I'm sorry. Take, I never, never mind that, but yeah. So I just, I'll just be curious, you know, to see uh, what would, what they have said, but I would, I would yeah, guess no, the, com- the, the combination, <clears throat> excuse me. I guess with the combination of us getting the first pick now and then all of the weird controversy between number one and number two pick and Carmelo doing an interview uh, recently, I guess it was today on today or yesterday on the uh, Up and Smoke podcast with uh, Matt Barnes and um, was that Stephen Jackson, I think <clears throat> he was on there and was, was talking about it. But yeah, I'd be curious to see if, if something else came out uh, about whatever conversations he had. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm less, I, I'm, 
I'm curious how that came about, but I'm more curious about, I wish I could hear like the background story on it. Like, I wish I could hear, I wish I could hear what Joe had to say about that. Like, I, 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 really I feel like that would clear that. shit up. I think that would just clear everything up. Like, you know, yeah, but Joe's been, Joe's been like, ever oh, since Joe he ain't, stopped yeah, he ain't. DM, like, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. Dog. <laughs> like, I assume he's still alive. <laughs> but right. he, he's he, he is like there is nothing in the news about there is no interviews no nothing i don't expect to see joe dumars on the up and smoke podcast or any interviews or any of that but it would be cool to just hear some kind of some 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 clarification on you know or some backstories on what what happened like even if they were considering him which i mean if you're drafting you're you're considering everybody but you know, you, you got your eyes on whatever that player is. And you know, like you say, Darko was the consensus, you know, in the league during that time. So it'd be interesting. But um, I, I just can't help to think, like, what, what a team would have been like with Melo, though. Um, and, oh, and that's, that's the other thing that bothers me about it is because, like, you can't go if the Pistons had drafted Melo blank. It's a like, what if. It's, it's too many what ifs. I mean, yeah. It's, 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 it's way it's, too much, dog. Yeah. It's way too much because, like, you look at it, like, the whole thing that everybody always said after half is, like, we were already set with Tayshawn. We were on board with Tayshawn at the three, and we weren't going to take Melo. And if we did, he wasn't going to play because Melo was – I mean, Tayshawn had that spot. So that was not going to happen. And then you look at it like, okay, if we, say, drafted Melo and didn't – and played him instead of Tayshawn, does Tayshawn get that block on Reggie Miller in the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe right. not. Do we end up getting Rasheed Wallace? Maybe not. Like, there's all kinds of different things that could have that could have happened differently. It's, that it's maybe we many. don't win a championship that year. Yeah. Like, it's too I, many. I it's too many what ofs. I mean, hell, if the Malice and the Palace fight didn't happen, maybe Indiana would have won a championship. Whatever. Like, it's so many different. You know, after five games in the season, like it's so many what ifs, and I, 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 I definitely didn't. You know go on the what if train um i i mean of course darko didn't work out so you kind of you would a lot of people would wonder what if we pick somebody else but i mean he was the pick we won that net that we won year. A fucking championship we won yeah, a championship so, like, so i mean now if history would have been re- rewritten and we pick darko we lose and the team just gets fucked up or broken up okay then there's more arguments to have of why did we make this pick whatever the case, but that still is not, that still is not a big fact because Darko wasn't a huge factor in the championship run. Anyway, he was just he on was the fucking team. He didn't play. Yeah. He didn't play. So remember he only got, he only played in blowouts. That's right. Like once we was up 20, like, Oh, here comes it's Darko time. Cause he was, <laughs> they used to call him like, what was it? The, uh, it was, they had a, a phrase for him. There was, we, it was a, yeah, there was a name. I, I, uh, a phrase. I can't remember what it was either. The, Oh, fuck, I can't think of what the phrase was, but it was a phrase for him when he came in the games. It was yeah, like the, 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 the victory oh, cigar, he was, uh, or something like victory, that. Yes, yes, yep, that's what. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he, he he wasn't a contributor at all. Um, so yeah. And when Darko came in, you know it's time for you to go ahead. And head right, on. you know it's like it was. Everybody pulled the SpongeBob every time that motherfucker yeah. came in. Uh, so yeah, and other in other cooler news. Uh, speaking about that team and players, uh, Rasheed just uh, signed on to be the assistant coach at Memphis. Uh, that's where uh, Penny uh, coaches. So it's cool to see yep. him st- still in basketball, still doing cool shit. So college Memphis. 
College Memphis, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. College, <laughs> college Memphis. That's why yeah, I meant still, yeah. still in just basketball in general. Doing doing yeah. cool shit. Yeah, college Memphis. So yeah. Um good you only, yeah, good for him for sure. I always been a Rasheed fan. Even when he was yeah. with uh before Detroit, I was always just a, a fan of Rasheed, period. So um, yeah, I always liked him on when he was on Portland too. Let's go with the Baylor uh, email, then we could continue with uh, with topics. Cool, cool. Uh, where the fuck did this download go? Let me make sure that's the name of it. He always names these uh, these these sound bites something crazy, and it never. I don't know if it has anything to do with. Oh, you no, you remember he explained it. He, he explained it one time. He said oh, he like did? when he records on his phone. Yeah, he said when it records on his phone, it saves it like from his location. Uh, so like, you know what? It was funny because I was like, yeah, this one is sent your ass too. And I remember the last mm-hmm. one was, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, because we mentioned that sometime on a podcast. We were roasting like, I totally like where the fuck this nigga going to uh, name this oh, yeah. for? He sent in something saying like it, it based on his location when he recorded. Yeah, the last one was uh, East El Segundo Boulevard. And I thought he was just naming the shit randomly and shit. Okay. <laughs> Makes a little more sense now. Makes a little more sense. All right, let me cue this up. We play this. What up, though? Hey, um, I got a question for y'all. Or no, not even a question. But what if they did this though? Now, now, now I'm saying, now I mean, <laughs> um, what if they propose a, a bill or even like a mock bill uh, or put a poll out there asking people? You know, and I, I want to say they did this before. I don't know if it was a joke online or something like that, but I would like them for seriously to have a mock poll asking asking people who is who who's for bringing slavery back. And I want to say they did that before or whatever. I don't know if they did that for a certain state, but I'm saying overall in the United States, bringing slavery back, right? But the only thing is, though, I need to see they have whoever whoever votes on this have to at least put their work address. I mean, of course, I mean, look, I mean, I would want them to put their home address, but then that you know, we're just starting a big ass war at that point, right? Because we're we gonna be slapping the dog shit out of people so they pull up in the driveway. I would like to see that though. I just for shit and giggles. I just want to see, you know, in state by state though. I want to see it state by state. Uh, the next thing is, I, you know, I got to bring you guys up because this is y'all guy, uh, everybody's guy at some point or to a point. But Charlemagne brought up a good, uh, he brought up a good point. I think uh, recently they've been talking about Eminem a lot. Maybe it's because off of the coming off of the Nas album, uh, seeing what the locks did to Dipset and things like that around verses. They, he said that he don't think Eminem would beat anybody in a versus battle. Uh, immediately, people came to M's defense because it's Eminem, but not really breaking it down. I actually, I actually believe I think that's true. You know what I mean? Because I don't think Eminem had versus battle tracks. Now, if we just talking about a regular as cipher rap battle. He's going to be the cream of the crop. We already know that. But in a versus battle, I mean, you're not even sure who you would uh, pair him up against. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm not even looking for the perfect matchup, but I don't think there is a perfect matchup for him to, to even hang in there. 
uh, when you really, because I mean, we got to bring 20 tracks to the table, right? And don't get me wrong, he has some classic tracks, but is it going to hit in a versus battle? I feel like he might have to go the locks route and do a lot of slandering. You know what I mean? He might be coming in there as an underdog, but it also depends on who he's going up against. You know, um, that's it. What up, though? Um, I I agree with that actually. I do too. Um, I don't think Eminem has versus songs like, and whoever you would have to match him up against would be an insult to him. Because, like, anybody who has comparable tracks is, like, one-tenth as good as he is, lyrically. So it's going to be like, oh, why are you – like, like it'd be like, oh, let's match up Eminem with, like, I don't know. I can't, I can't even think of nobody off the top of my head. But, like, no, he don't really have versus tracks. Like, I feel like Eminem's peak existed at a time where it's just going to be in that time. Like, because he, he was just a, a huge factor in, like, the early 2000s during like the boy band era when, uh, you know, his his caliber of raps was uncommon uh, as far as like, you know, the shit that he was talking about. It, it was just a different time. And like his songs, like I, he doesn't have versus songs. Like I do, I, I, I do think that there's not anybody who would match up with him where you can like, okay, this is a versus that we can actually do that wouldn't wash him from a, songs perspective and not even like quality of the songs like oh like every like everybody has better songs than he does then he's got better songs for verses like for people to actually get like hyped up for like oh this is my shit like he doesn't have like i feel like most other people would have more better songs for verses and then i completely agree again if it was like a cypher like and with actual fucking freestyling or something like that like a battle i don't i don't think there's probably there's probably very few people who could fuck with him like he'd be near the top, so it's like, yeah, no, I I pretty much agree with Baylor on that. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I just, I mean, I, I would probably just regurgitate everything you just said. <laughs> uh, I don't think he just he just doesn't have the the, the, the caliber songs that that yeah. would do it. It just it just it, I I think it'd be weird too because he's not he's not like a a personable person. I guess is that if if that makes sense. Like I think no, it does. <laughs> I think he'd just be sitting up there dead staring into the camera and shit and you know playing uh uh whatever random songs and it just yeah I don't I don't think it would work out. I don't think it would work out. Um because I think a lot of the people if you just think of any just high caliber people, a lot of the people had like like dope radio hits and a lot of his shit played, but he like he had like like real sim shady, it's like a it's like a corny song. And I can see mm-hmm. that plan, and somebody be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I totally agree. You couldn't play that song in a verses in twenty twenty one. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you play Stan, and everybody's looking all weird and shit. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how do you do that? You know what I'm saying? You could, I mean, shit. You could probably play some. I don't, I don't even know what M songs will even. I mean, fuck. I don't even. I, I think it'd be like some feature shit. Like I can see Renegade going cool in a a, a versus. Uh, I could see um, what was the uh, the Dre track? Um, the what track? Uh, Doctor Dre. Um, oh, I don't know. There's a couple uh, of them. Uh, he did. I, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it would. It would be, it would be some, like some of his coolest verses that I thought I think would get really good play is probably like featured shit, like a yeah. what about Dre? Not what a yeah, what what uh, forgot about Dre? Forgot about or, Dre. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it'd be some featured shit. Um, um, yeah, so yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. I I, I totally agree. He would it wouldn't work out with him, for him at all. Um, and I think if two 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 Detroit guys that are Eminem fans say it, I kind of just figure it's not gonna work. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say too. I'm like, if the two Detroit guys agree, then yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. much custom. That's custom area agreement across the board. Yeah, if the two Detroit guys agree. Um, as far as uh slavery, I don't know, nigga. You you high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, how do you even work? I mean, slavery is pretty much low-level jobs and shit at this point, shit. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Baylor was on some high shit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think M, M, M would probably get... I think people would just get bored with that shit. It, it, it wouldn't even be much of a show. Wouldn't be much of a yeah, show. Yeah, uh, I feel like if we did... If, if we did have a thing where somehow we, people were allowed to vote unanimously on bringing slavery back, the no matter how many yes votes we think it would get, it would actually get more <laughs> if they could do it unanimously. And then what? What group of people? Uh, who, who decides on what group of people are slaves? I'm assuming that when he asked, he would bring it back slavery in the sense where, like the the way it was, like with us, with black people being slaves. Now, if it was bring it back and then like who whoever wins can choose the party that's going to become slaves <laughs> then that's a different that's a whole different conversation because <laughs> if black people look at it like wait if we win we can make white people slaves right. like i mean that's not even possible because we we are just we don't even have as many people so but like if that was a situation where that was a reality different story but yeah the <laughs> idea of making black people slaves again i think white people would absolutely vote for that and i think it like, would go not, to- maybe not enough for it to actually happen but it would get more votes than we would think. And and hypothetically, I think if it happened, it would go by kind of like red state, blue states. And mm-hmm. it, it would be the separation of like who, who has slaves and what kind of slaves. Like, you know, Florida would fucking be, it'd be a bunch of niggas being slaves. And then you go to maybe Michigan where it's kind of weird and shit. And then, you know, you go to another red state like Texas or North Dakota or some crazy shit. So. Yeah, I can't believe I'm even entertaining this shit. God damn it, Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm really I'm thinking this shit that. out. <laughs> that shit, I, I'm telling you, it would be something where it'd be like, we would go into whatever the election is, right? And we would think, okay, obviously, no black people are going to vote yes on this. So it's uh, it, whether not, like all the, all the yes votes are going to come from the, the white delegation, right? And it's probably going to be only the white delegation. Like, I don't think anybody, anybody who ain't white is going to say no. So, I feel like we, we as a people might look at it like from a realistic perspective, there's going to be some yes votes, right? So it'd be something like, like we might look at it like, okay, I bet maybe 10% of white people are going to say yes to this. And then when the results come in, it'd be like 40% of white people say yes. So like something like that. Because if they could do it anonymously, I feel like the number would be a lot higher. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. If they had to put their place of employment or their... If they had to do their home address, it wouldn't even like no. <laughs> it's not even happening. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, all black people would be at the goddamn uh, where I don't know wherever they keep the voting results. I don't, I don't know <laughs> wherever yeah. they keep the uh, shit. 
be up in there looking up like who I voted yes. <laughs> right, right. Oh, you definitely look like just yeah. That that would definitely be it. Um, looking at your white neighbors, funny and shit. Like, <laughs> like what'd you vote? You think about the next you, the next day you're going to work and you're looking at all the white people wondering if they, they were the ones to try to get you to be the slaves and shit. Like, yeah. Right. It, it'll be some real stressful ass times. Real <laughs> stress. Like we'll be putting motherfuckers on the spot, dog. Like we don't ever be asking people like after Trump won, it was like that. You go back to work, and you just look at the white people like which one of y'all responsible? Oh, Which of y'all was responsible for I was, this? Oh, I was looking around, too. Like, I know I know you voted for Trump. Like, I know you did, ho-ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, but, like, th- this would be something where it would be confrontational. Like, hey, did you vote for... Would you vote on the... Would you oh, vote it, for it'd, it'd be the most work-related fights ever, dog. Hell, yeah. I know my ass would be up and I'd be talking to the goddamn bosses. Would you vote on the slavery shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck who you is. I'll be would all you vote on the slavery? You, and you better tell me the truth because I'm just going to look it up anyway. <laughs> I, it'd be a lot of motherfuckers. I, I think it'd be a good one. People that just won't do it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not risking my livelihood to giving in this vote. So, yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, or they vote, or they vote no, even though they want to vote yes. <laughs> like, I want to vote yes, but uh, they'll come for me. So let me go ahead and vote no. But, yeah, if, you, if we did it anonymous, I bet the numbers would be high, uh, like, Mm-hmm. Way higher than we think. I don't think it'll be enough for it to actually happen because it would because it, it couldn't even be like fifty percent of white people because you're gonna get all those from everybody who ain't white. So you probably have to get like seventy five percent white people to vote yes that you have a chance. But like I bet you that number would be high as shit though if they could do it anonymously. Yep. Like it should be like between like zero and five percent is what it should be because you know it's still gonna be some racist people. You gotta accept that, right? So it's gonna be some people gonna say yes. But I bet you if they could do it now, that number would be high as fuck, dog. <laughs> like, you, can you imagine you found out that 40% of white people voted yes on slavery to where now everywhere you look, there's a damn near 50-50 chance that the person that you're looking at voted to enslave you. Boy, can you imagine a, what this world would be? Somebody should make that, somebody should make that movie. <laughs> it'd, be a lot, be like, it'd be a lot of fucking fights out here, dog. I think it'd just be like the purge or some shit. It'd just be real fucked up. <laughs> It'd be real fucked up. Just having to walk around like, man, you in a room with 10 white people like, man, four of you motherfuckers voted and enslaved me, dog. I could vote all y'all at me just to make sure I get all four of y'all. I'm ready. I'm ready to go punch all kind of motherfuckers, dog. Like, it would definitely be fights. Jails would be filled in capacity from this shit. Hell yeah. But a good uh, cause. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Very good cause. I, I, I definitely punch a motherfucker for that one, so. Um... Ooh, what do we have? All right. So, I mean, I guess, so one more basketball, and then we're off that. Uh, so, a small part of me wanted to give Jalen Green, like, okay, he's a 19-year-old dummy. But then I'm like, Kate Cunningham is nothing like this motherfucker. And so, I had to take take back the, the, the small percentage of, like, maybe he's just young and stupid. But... Jalen, like, he needs PR management, like, at an early age in his career. Like, I, I don't even get, like, one, okay, so the, the, the controversy with, with uh, Jalen Green for folks that aren't in the basketball world or whatever is that 
he pr- pretty much slandered. He, made, he just made the biggest mistake of his life. Yeah, yeah. He's he pretty, only 19. Yeah, He's not yeah. going to make a bigger mistake than this for a long time. <laughs> so Jalen Green has been, has had animosity and all of that because he wasn't picked first. And I guess initially, you know, he wanted to get picked first. He wanted to come to Detroit because he wanted to get picked first. Then he wasn't picked first. And now it's like, I don't even want to be in Detroit anyway. Uh, and then I think he, he compared it to like the bubble or something like the, like, how do you compare Detroit to, like, the bubble? And I, I didn't under, even understand that shit. He's trying to say it's nothing to do here. Because, like, when you're in the bubble during a, during a league, it's like you can't go nowhere. So it's like you just, like, in your hotel room or whatever, and you contained within, like, the – you because you remember they had, like, that whole area of, of – what, what was it, Orlando or something? Somewhere in Florida? Where it was, like, this whole space is the bubble. And you can't leave from out of here. You can't bring nobody up in here. So, like, he was comparing it to, like, you can't go nowhere. Like, there's nothing to do there. Like, you feel like it's, you just, like, in your room and that's it. So, he's trying to say that, like, there's nothing to do in Detroit. Like, he felt like it's like the bubble. Like, it's like you just ain't got nothing to do. And I'm like, okay, you if you if you want to slander the Pistons, say you don't want to play for the Pistons, all right. I mean, I'm still going to say fuck you, but all right. He had no choice. Making it in Detroit, though, making it about Detroit, that's where he fucked up. That's what yeah, he yeah, up, yeah. Man. The choice of the matter, like you had no choice. They didn't want to pick your ass, so they didn't pick you. And I just, and I guess it's just, it just seems. And I mentioned it before, I think it just seems it's just wasted energy to be mad at the one team that didn't pick you. Like it's the just one the one. It's not like, and I think we, yeah, we talked about it last week. Like it ain't like you got picked fifteenth or some shit. Now you, now you mad at fourteen other teams or some shit that didn't pick one fucking team. Didn't pick you, and 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 and, and you didn't. You choose violence by talking about the actual city and not the <laughs> fucking team. Like, come on, man. That's just. It's just. I think it just shows a bit of immaturity on his part. And you know, Cade is is definitely the opposite of that. You know, he he he's already in the short time that we've seen him. It's shown you know great maturity, and you know it's he's going to be a a a, a big factor um, on the Pistons and. I think it just proves more that we, you know, we picked the right kid. Yeah, although K did make a mistake by saying that he thinks LeBron is better than Jordan, but hey, he's nineteen. Like, he's nineteen. Yes, that's like, what you can. That's the thing you can write off for a nineteen year old. Yeah, like, oh, he's nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> he I wasn't mean, around. Like he don't know. He don't know yeah, that better. <laughs> yeah, I, I could give him that nineteen uh, pass. Like, okay, he's nineteen, and in his time of him idolizing basketball. That's who he saw, and I guess it may be a little harder for him to 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 look beyond that. But okay, I get that to him. But nah, uh, uh, Jay, uh shit talking Detroit. Oh man, yeah, I don't feel like you should be able to. I don't think you should be an adult male and, and not know that that's a bad a bad idea. Well, he's finding so out. Did you, so did you see that the NBA kind of like partially released the schedule? Like they released like a couple of the games in the opening week yeah, and they released uh, the Christmas day game. Yeah. So now it's now, now schedule is on my radar. So I'm like, when is the schedule getting released? Cause the moment that schedule gets released, I'm finding that day that Houston comes here and I'm making sure I'm free. <laughs> oh, it's going to be you and the rest of the rest of the fucking fan base here. Cause I'm definitely trying to go to that game. Mm-hmm. And I know I won't be at a, I'm, I'm just got to get those tickets. Cause I know I'm not going to be at a, 
to 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 get those tickets from work because I know them the bitches are gonna be taken. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna be at that fucking game as close as I possibly fucking can. You know, you might not, you might not actually, you might be able to still get them from work because you gotta keep in mind, like it's only us black folks that's pissed off about that shit. Like right. I don't think these white people care what Jalen Green said about Detroit. Yeah, and well, yeah, that, that's true. Care, the Houston game has no appeal to them. I, 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 I might, I might so just have to fight. I probably have to fight against like my boss, who's a Pistons, who's a diehard Pistons fan. I was diehard, but he's a good enough Pistons fan. Other than that, though, yeah, I think, like, I think I should be in a fight. I think I might be able to pull that one off. Yeah, most people are still gonna be checking for Brooklyn, L.A., New York, Golden State. When are they? You when are they? Like all the usual ones. When are they dropping this list though? Like they dropped them games. Like why the fuck they haven't dropped the, the actual list shit? Bro? I bet I don't know. Like I've, I don't I don't believe they've ever done that before. Like told you like a certain handful of games and then dropped the full schedule later. Like I I don't recall that ever happening before. So yeah, I, I, that's a good fucking question. Um, because I, when I saw those games, I assumed that mo- like most years the full schedule was released and that news articles were just talking about the big games from the opening week and the Christmas day games. Like that's how it usually go. And then you click a link and then you see the full schedule, but no, they just released a handful of games. I'm like, that's really fucking weird. So I thought that I, when I saw those games released, I was like, okay, cool. I'm just, I started looking on the schedule. Like, okay, they just, they're just noting those and the regular games is out. The regular schedule is out. Like, nah, I didn't see that. So, and they still haven't done it. And that was like two days ago or some shit. Yeah. But now, now schedule releases on my radar. So now I'm looking like every day, like, Schedule out, schedule out, schedule out. Because <laughs> as soon as I get it, I always look for. I always look to see if they play a game around my birthday, and then I now I'm gonna be looking because that's generally all I look for. Because I don't really put any stake on like seeing specific teams play anymore. Because I feel like I've seen like I might not have seen certain players or something like that, but I've seen pretty much every team at this point that I would care to see, and most players I would care to see. So I'm like I don't particularly care about the teams that we play. But I care if we have a game on my birthday, and now I'm going to care about that Houston game. That Houston game is going to be the one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be ready. I'm going to make sure – I'm not going to talk the previous day so I can make sure that my booing lungs are healthy. <laughs> like, I'm going to be ready. My booing lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, ready on that day. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for the season in general. But, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a hell of a game. If I, For some odd reason, I can't fucking be at that game. I would definitely be at my in at home screaming at the fucking TV, but I'm definitely trying to go to that one. So you gonna if, if I get if I get there, you're gonna hear me on the TV. They're gonna be like, uh, who the Houston Rockets, Jalen Green, you're gonna boo. And he's gonna fuck that nigga. It's like, oh, that must be Mike. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get the most boos that he's probably ever gotten as a player when he comes to Detroit. They're gonna do that intro and he's gonna get the all the boos. All of the fucking booze. I can't fucking wait. Cannot fucking wait. So yeah, it's gonna be, good <laughs> be like uh, my man from uh, Half Bait. Boo this man. Boo. <laughs> man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Every time that motherfucker get on the court, I'm gonna be tweeting that fucking meme and shit every goddamn time. I'd be gonna tweet that meme a fucking hundred times during that damn game. Cannot fucking wait. Oh, I cannot <laughs> <Well>. fucking wait. <laughs> Well, nigga, well. Well. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, wait. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, one more. Uh, 
people who wear flag <coughs> attire. Where, how does this come about? Oh man. Okay, so uh, two instances that kind of stuck with me, and it wasn't it wasn't anything specific about those in- instances. It just made me think about this. Um, so yesterday, uh, I, there was like a kind of like an open house uh, at my daughter's school because she's gonna be starting kindergarten. So she's going to school for the first time as opposed to like, I say school, but she didn't go into daycare right. up to this point. And they, they teach her and shit like that, but it's not school, it's just the daycare. And um, so she started kindergarten. So they had like an open house for the, for the school and shit so we could tour it or whatever. And we were sitting outside because they, they had the kids sit outside on these like park benches and like color and shit. And they were gonna take the adults inside while like uh, PTA members like st- stayed out there and watched the kids. I wouldn't have been cool with that, but I had Michael with me, so I told Michael to stay out there with stay out there with uh with Victoria while we went inside. But um, while we were sitting outside waiting to go in, a dude walked up that had on uh he had on a red shirt and it had like uh like the flag and shit on it on the back and like a flag thing on the shoulder, and and then today I saw a post in one of the cigar groups. Oh, well, I think actually I think it was our group with um it, I don't know maybe. No, I think it was, I don't think it was our group. I think it was a CSOM. And um, it was a post like today is the last day to see uh, whoever this fucking guy is. It's been in town the past few days. It's been at uh, the new spot, the one that you went to. Oh, what's it called? Tobacco Town? Yeah, it's uh, from the Blanco Cigars. Yeah, that guy. And it was a picture of him sitting at a, on a couch and it had a, he had a table in front of him and he had four boxes of cigars and they were all open. And one of them had like a flag design on the inside of the box and on the cigars. And it just made me think, and this was, this thought mainly came to me uh, when I saw the guy at the school. What, why do people feel like they need to wear flag shit all of a sudden? Because that wasn't a thing up until recently, right? Up until, basically up until Trump. Like that wasn't a thing where it's like, you have to show your patriotism or whatever. Like what makes, because obviously it's only white men who do this. What makes them feel like they have to show their patriotism? Because, like, like, are you trying to pretend like you oppressed or something? Like, you got to show that you support freedom? Because ain't nobody here, uh, it, well, ain't none of y'all, ain't none of y'all oppressed or not like that. Like, why you feel like you got to show your fucking patriotism? Like, I, I always look at, now to me, the flag is, is literally, it's like a symbol of hatred to me. Because if you look at everything that's happened over the course of the past, we'll just say five years, just since Trump, the past five years, everything that's happened that's prompted people to start wearing flag shit is shit like black people getting killed by the police, uh, black people getting killed by the police, and black people getting killed by the police. So like, if that's what's <laughs> happening, why do you feel like you gotta like look at that and go like, oh, I gotta support my country, I gotta wear these flags and shit. Like, why are you patriotic all of a sudden? Like, who, like, do you feel like you under attack somehow? Because we the ones under attack. Like, why, I don't understand why they feel like all of a sudden they got to profess their fucking patriotism. And to me, it looks like, it looks like a, like a, like masking uh, pro-white shit with patriotism. Like, they go hand in hand. Like, if you, if you got your little flag shit, you showing that you support basically everything that trump said because he's the one that made this flag shit a big deal and the police with that fucking blue and black piece of shit flag that i fucking hate like i wish that there was a a a way that we could destroy every piece of memorabilia or shirts or clothing whatever that has that fucking police flag on it 
Like, cause that flag is undeniably some hatred shit. Cause police are not under attack at all, aside from the shit that they actually do. Like nobody's like, yo, fuck the police for no reason. People are like, fuck the police because they keep killing people for no reason. Why do you feel like you gotta go show support for the police? Like, what? What? Nobody's killing the police. Like, what do you? What you got? What you got to back them niggas for? Like, so you showing you? You want to make sure that you show your support for the people that kill black people? Like, so I look at the. I, I hate that flag with a passion. Like, as soon as I see that flag, I know whoever's rocking it is a piece of shit. But like flags in general, I just don't know why people feel like like all of a sudden that's a thing. Where like you driving around, people got flags on their cars. They got flags on decal flags on their car. Uh, clothes with flags, uh, flags being worked into uh, other kinds of things, uh, into other designs and shit. And to me, it just feels like fake, fake patriotism. Like it's not actually about loving America. It's about loving the things that makes America bad. And I don't know. I just, I was curious if you feel any kind of way about this prevalence of flag wearing nowadays. Well, I don't know if I, uh, well, I one, I hate that. I hate that fucking blue, blue lives matter. Back to blue flag. Yeah, it, I think it's just full of hatred. Um, I, I don't pay as much as attention like that, but I just remember at a time just where you know flag wearing was kind of one of those like Fourth of July things or some shit. And then, like you yeah. say, now it's just like everywhere. And to your point, you know, in the last four or five years it's become this weird showing of patriotism and patriotism as we've seen it is wrapped up in just straight racism. And mm-hmm. I, there is, and I actually, I, I remember those holidays of having, you know, like American flag shit and just didn't know it. Didn't just didn't know better, but nah, man, you can pay me to put, I, I don't even want to wear uh, any art or clothing that has that combination of colors. Like, fuck that shit, dog. The, the, the flag is a disgrace, and there'll be no parts of me having a fucking flag ever. Ever. Oh, ever. Oh, another example. When I went to the, the fireworks display that we had in, in the city that I currently live in, when we went to the fireworks display there, the mayor got on stage and is making the shit like political and shit. Like, oh, we've got a. I want to bring on stage some of the best people we have, these people from the uh, the Air Force or the Navy or I don't know, whatever the fuck, military. And he was like, you know, who who's proud to be an American? Who's proud to like all this serious? kind of shit? Like, and I'm like, bro, it is August. Like, I, I, why are you like on this like pro-America shit? And I'm like, what what's the point of that? Like, just shoot off the fucking fireworks. Like, this isn't July 4th. Like, it's not even, and even if it was, like, I, I don't know. I just sat there, rolled my eyes. Like, why are we bring on august whatever the fuck date it is why are we bringing up who who loves this country like what what is that why who's ready to see some fireworks like okay that's all you gotta say like why is it gotta be some patriotic like who loves this country type shit like he said like who's proud to live in who's proud to live in america everybody cheer i'm just sitting there blank face like i could not be more embarrassed to live in america like you kidding me right now Like I'm, I'll be going overseas. Like, let me get some Canada shit to wear, so I can actually represent a decent country. Man, I wear I wear Canada garb before I wear anything else, bro. I swear to God. <sighs> yeah, fuck that flag, dog. Not wearing a fucking flag ever, ever again in my life, ever. No, me neither. It won't be the American flag. I wear I wear another fucking flag before I wear a fucking American flag. That's for sure. <laughs> wear that bitch like a Pistons jersey and shit. 
Fuck that flag. <laughs> Fuck that flag. Oh, and, they, and, and at the fireworks thing, they, they sang the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, they like, did? Are you shitting me right now? Really? Yeah. They did the Pledge of Allegiance, dog. And like people standing up, taking their hat off, putting, putting their hand over their heart and shit. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Like, you fucking lame, cornball, pussy, coward bitch. Like, what are you fucking pledge allegiance to the flag? That's a that's a corny thing, period. Like, I thought that was corny as a kid. Like, what am I, what am I fucking pledge allegiance to a fucking flag? Like, this is dumb. Like, why got, and I've, you know, I've always complained about why I got to take my hat off for the national anthem. Like, is it disrespectful for the top of my head to be covered? Like, what kind of dumb fucking pointless routine is this? And I'm like, why are we do, why are we sticking up why are we saying the Pledge of Allegiance like we like we're some children at school? And y'all really taking this seriously. Like y'all standing up at everything. Almost everybody stood up. I'm like, this is ridiculous, dog. Y'all don't sit your ass down with this corny ass, pointless ass routine that means nothing. Yeah. Pledge of allegiance to the flag. Like, what the fuck, dog? You were on a grown this ass adult. <laughs> like, what are you pledging allegiance to the flag for? I'm a lead, I'm a pledge allegiance to the flag. Like those words, like you pledge allegiance. Like that sounds like some cult shit almost. Like I pledge allegiance to the flag. Like what the fuck, dog? Like man, y'all are way too, way too hype about living in this mediocre ass country. Talk about you pledge allegiance to its flag. Like not even I pledge allegiance to America. Like I pledge allegiance to the flag. Like a piece okay. of a, a piece of cloth. And and at, the, and at the same token, don't want to wear a piece of cloth over their fucking face to save their life. But they're praying right. and saluting a fucking a fucking flag. Oh Jesus Christ. Man, what am I was so embarrassed? Like man, I couldn't even be embarrassed because I'm sitting because I'm the only person there who thinks it's dumb. So I'm just sitting there like I should be embarrassed, but shit, everybody else thinks it's shit. So <laughs> I guess I'll just sit here and look angry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. You got anything else? Mm-mm. All right, well, thanks for listening, folks, and uh, see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up dope podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up dope podcast. Peace.